Hey everybody, good morning. This is Morning Walks with Alex. Uh, you know, hey, that's a good radio voice. Hey, I'm getting better at this. But uh, how's everybody doing today? Uh, hope everybody is well, doing well. World's crazy. We're gonna get into that. But uh, yeah, let's let's just get some good tunes off, man. I'm gonna play play a little uh, Big Sean, man. Twenty four carries to go. Eventually, I'm going to get to the point where I can, you know, throw some drops in, you know, make it fire and everything, so, you know, we can play some other songs, but for now, you know, this will have to work, the process. That was uh, 24 Carats of Gold by Big Sean, featuring J. Cole. That's a really good J. Cole verse on there. Uh, it's off of his Detroit mixtape. If you haven't heard that, please, please go listen to it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to start off with some good vibes. Um, I wanted to come in and uh, try and talk from the heart, because I think I got a lot of things on my heart that I want to get off. Because it, it it sucks that it sounds like this happening because the world just went up another level of crazy. And honestly, I don't think that's true. I think the outlandish crazy stuff that you can't avoid is now in our face. But I, I think we've been doing the same thing we've always been doing. Obviously, I'm referring to, you know, the Russia incident. Well, I don't want to say incident. That's an invasion. But invasion of Ukraine. Um, I mean, thoughts and prayers to everybody involved in that, of course. But I say all that to say, when stuff like that is happening and you really can't avoid it, the world doesn't seem like it's on its uh, hamster wheel. Everyone starts thinking about all the stuff that's truly important. I'm not exempt from this. So... All week, I've been trying to think about it, like, what's really important? And the other question is, what actually is love? Um, so to the, to the first question, like, what's really important? Because at this point in my life, I'm trying to improve and avoid a lot of the pitfalls that come with being alive uh screw all the superlatives and uh descriptions you could place upon me just being on this godforsaken rock there's a lot of trials and obstacles that come with that um so when you're really trying to think about what's important and i'm watching and listening i listen a lot more than i used to because you learn a lot more in that and, and I'm listening to what people are claiming to be important and listening to what people say is the hard line that shouldn't be crossed or the 
rules written in stone and I this you know obviously I'm nobody important but I just kind of look at where they are to make such claims and and honestly really I don't think anybody like you could be the richest the poorest the fattest the skinniest the ugliest the prettiest it don't really matter sorry we had a technical difficulty but as I was saying, I don't, I don't think it really matters where you come from or anything. I don't think we get to really set those standards. But then again, if you know it's our society, if we if somebody doesn't, then who will? So I think you gotta just gotta pick what's working for you. So I guess that retracts my whole statement on it. But my personal belief on it is, no, you know, nobody's inherently better than anyone else. But I say all that to say. A lot of people make up their mind early about some really important things. And it's funny to me because we're getting new information all the time. You see it in sports, uh, politics, um, learning any skill, uh, obviously, you know, your interpersonal relationships. Heck, science is something that gets changed all the time because of the information we learn. But yet, it's just in some facets, people are just so stuck in their ways. Jackson, you interrupted me. I'm trying to record, but you you gotta be flexible. Gotta be. We will learn. We know nothing. We have not been on this planet recording history for long enough to even claim that we know everything. We know nothing. And all you can do is try and learn. And I think that's the issue is like people stop learning about the things they claim they know about. And a lot of the times those are some of the most important things. Uh, and, and it bothers me. I bring this up, you know, I promise you I'll make a I'll make a real point. It I bring it up to say Stuff that's bothering me is like friendships and where's the line? Uh, well, not friendship, but all relationships. Where's the line to where we can't salvage this? Because if you look at the world and everything that goes on in it, it's just crazy right now. Like, it's really, really crazy. And there are so many people on this planet that, A, don't really even know or care about your existence or be actively preying on your downfall. And it's really wild what people will cut other people that they claim they love off for. Now, again, I'm not saying that there aren't things or even there aren't a plethora of things to stop messing with people because obviously I've done it and there are people who stop messing with me over things. It's, you know, it's just the way of the world. Where I gain issue with things is where people say you can't come back from something. And I just don't believe that because I just believe in this world where there's so many people ready to ignore you or hate you, the people trying to love you and you telling them no is really, really crazy to me. Like It's really wild, especially if it's over things that can be mended, over things that can be fixed. Um, like if you really go back and think about the things that you stopped being friends 
or you stopped associating with people over, stopped loving people over, a lot of that stuff can be mended because we all go through phases of life. We all go through periods where we think we know things and we think this is right. And we come back a lot and be like, dang, that really wasn't that important. Or dang, and, you know, we could have got past that. Because as I get older, I just realize, like, it's it's just so hard out here. We we think we're supposed to put our heads down and get this uh, job called life done on our own. And you just don't see it that way. Like, the people that really make it are the people who work together, collab, and, you know, show real love. Like, you can make so much more of an impact on others' lives, and they can make an impact on your life if you just pursue a path of love. And I'm not talking romantically like that. Is, love is just that that feeling of, man, you you doing this because you want to see me succeed. And that that realization is so powerful. And so to deprive yourself of that, especially those where it, y'all, shout out to everybody you try here trying to get it by themselves. But I couldn't do it. So deprive, you, deprive yourself of that feeling over moments. Uh, obviously, again, with the disclaimer, like, you know, if it's really something you can't come back from, I understand. But I'm, I'm, I'm only speaking to the stuff where you're just like, man, it really wasn't that deep. So I, I just challenge everybody to go back and reevaluate the things you claim you know and the relationships you claim aren't salvageable, aren't fixable. And some of it is going to be just based off of life, you know, where you are in life or just geographically in the world. Like, just, you know, you can only do so much. You know, as you, we get older, we realize you're not going to be able to be in everybody's face all the time. Um, and I think there are a lot of friendships that end over that. Just, you know, you realize and you're not ready to accept that our friendship isn't based upon us seeing each other every day. You know, I have friends that, let's say, um, I hit it big. Random $10 million. You got a friend hit me up like, you know, within reason. Ask me for, you know, I need something to fix. I, I wouldn't think twice about it. I'm good now. What, what is this money for if not to help the people around me? The very second you're good. Now, you got to be smart and wise and understanding that good statement has got to be a little more nuanced. You can't win a million dollars and give out 500000 You're not good. You you still got to go to work now. Like, you you know, you got to put that to work and other things. That's another thing, conversation for another day. But you, you, you got to just pursue love and, and all of that. And so I... I, I know if any of my friends are listening to this, this will coincide with I definitely sent out a text to a lot of my friends that I hadn't talked to in a while um, this morning simply because I was getting anxiety about trying to text everybody. And I knew that number was a lot higher. And I, I don't like holding really, really long conversations. Like there's a couple people I like talking to all the time, but even then I take a break. But the vast majority of my friends, I want to see y'all, especially in this in this season where I'm really trying to work and everything. I don't, I don't, I just want to check up. I just want to make sure you're good. I just want to make sure everything in your life is is going well. If it can, if it's not, you know, I'm here to talk and 
had that shoulder, you know, or, you know, if you just need somebody to listen to. I mean, to listen to you, like, I'm there. So, you know, I definitely sent that out. But I I had been struggling with that for a while because it was just like, there were some people we hadn't talked to in a while. And I had to go back and think about it. Like, well, what, what did we really stop talking for? And some of it was almost nothing. A lot of this stuff is unsaid, unspoken. Like, you you just drift apart and you're just like, dang, like, I lost a really good friend for no reason. Just because, you know, we got lost in things and people, you know, either stubborn or you get, or like me, where you just get, like, antsy. Like, man, I don't, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I want something or nothing like that because I really, really don't. Like, I go to work. I come home, I work on my stuff, and I go to bed. And that's about it. So I'd be really needing that. So to everybody like who's with me, like if I did text you or if I didn't, if I didn't text you and you listen in, I really appreciate you because most likely we talk or anything. But if we don't, then I apologize. And, you know, feel free to hit me up. I, it's, I'm not going to feel no type of way. If you feel no type of way, then, I mean, I understand. Um, but we can talk about that. Um, and then to the, my other question you know, what I guess I really got into it was, you know, what what love really is. You know, I, I guess I covered that. So yeah. Um I will I will go on to another thing I wanted to talk about, which was I I mentioned this too, and it, it, it bleeded over into into basketball for me. Um that reevaluating information. Um I don't like where we're going where we're going with the NBA and all of the conversations. I'm really starting to hate it. Um, this whole goat talk and who's on the NBA 75 and who carried who and who's the alpha, all of this. It's really ruining my ability to enjoy the game because the game is so nuanced. It's so dependent on your interpersonal relationships. Like, you know, you see those teams that are really clicking not everybody's got to be best friends. I, I don't. I don't understand why people think that. Like, if you're just five dudes who want to win and want to see each other win and are willing to do whatever your role is, you will see some really beautiful basketball, especially if they're talented. But it don't require us being as best friends. It doesn't require just one person, you know, taking always the last shot. Like, I, this predictability in the conversations that basically tells me that everyone who's watching just wants these predictable outcomes. And I'm just like, that's not what it's about. That's not what this game is about. You know, being a point guard is not just, oh, I'm going to score 15 points a game and get 15 assists. Like, that. that's a good – that's a great point guard game, obviously, and everything. But you can have one dropping 30 and scoring five. Like, you do – what you are able to do when the situation calls for it. Like, I have problems with LeBron and Chris Paul, how they play the game, because while I would not disagree with anybody saying they're some of the two best decision makers ever to play the game, that therein lies an exploit. Because if I know, as a defense, that you're going to make the final trigger on whatever play it is that is allegedly supposed to break my defense, while, yes, nine times out of ten, you'll be able to get what you want. But you're forgetting that we're humans. We make mistakes. 
we get tired, the body breaks down. And if I know, if I already know where the initiation of your action is coming from, that's a little less energy I have to expend reacting to something because I know what you're going to do. And if you run the same pick and roll 40 times a game, 82 games a year, going into the playoffs, it's, so now you're in game 115 against this other ultra-talented team, well, you see what happens. Yeah, Bron's got four titles, but he lost a lot of them. And he's one of the greatest players in the game. But if your team is set up to where the defense knows, yeah, we're going to lose a lot of these, but we know the only off, the only branches your offense has is a couple stemming from this one player, we, we spend so much less time reacting to what you're doing because we're, we're set up. And well, that's what make the, made everybody so mad about the Warriors and made it so exciting for me is because you had five players on the court where, where you're watching, everybody's able to do something that is positive on offense and defense. And you don't know where it's coming from. You, you have an idea. You know, okay, Kevin Durant is probably going to initiate this. But if, let's say, you load up on Kevin Durant, oh, okay, I mean, we'll let Steph run it. Or, you know, Steph's running a pick and roll or something like that, and then you let, you, you know, you try and trap him. Oh, well, I mean, we got Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson on the opposite wings. Like, good luck. But if you're running LeBron or Chris Paul, not now Chris Paul because the Suns are a buzzsaw, shout out to them. But if you were LeBron and everything where it's like everything's running through you, yeah, you're great. But it makes you that much easier to beat at this level because the teams really are all really good. So if I know LeBron's going to run this pick and roll and he's passing to some schmuck on the uh, wing whose only job is to shoot it or pass it back to LeBron, that's only two decisions I got to make. There's nothing behind that. And, but to back to the discourse, it's like, if LeBron don't do that, then it's, oh, he's a choker. Oh, LeBron, uh, running from the moment, all this other stuff. And it's like, LeBron's preference isn't enabling his teammates to be better. And then the discourse around him isn't enabling him to try and enable his teammates. And it's just a circle of bad. And it's I have to watch games on mute now, and I only will watch certain teams because I just refuse to watch bad basketball. Um, and, and this is not a, a old man yelling at Cloud, I hate pickup, because I played in a bunch of pickup games where it was a lot better basketball. And there are pickup games where you got one person trying to do their, I'm the best player on this team, give me four schmucks and everything. And it's like sometimes, yeah, pick up the pickup level, level, that guy might really be good enough to get y'all off the court. But if you get a couple people that are decent and you don't know where it's coming from, it just makes it that much easier. And I just get tired. I watch more football these days because it's just a lot easier of a watch because football, it's a lot less ego-driven on both sides. The commentators are literally sitting there enjoying the watch. Tony Romo is having the time of his life talking about the game, informing you about what the quarterback sees, just just making an enjoyable listen and watch. I don't want to listen to Jeff Van Gundy complain about the rules, complain about the refing, the charge call. If I have to hear him talk about the charge call one more time, I'm going to kill myself. Figuratively speaking, of course. But it's just that annoying. 
And I, this, eh, my God. I just want better for the NBA. I just want better for it because all the transaction stuff and everything, yeah, it's fun. Like, it's fun for me because it's like I want, I enjoy the team building aspect, but I don't, I'm not so bougie as in, oh, the players can't do it. We, I play pickup. What do we do? We try and make the five best on the court so we don't lose. Like, I don't understand anybody who enjoys basketball and play basketball can be mad at that concept. We go out to put the five best players on the court. And when the other people start complaining, what do we say? Beat us. And what do you do? What do those people do? They don't just up and leave. No, we play. You got the five best. We're trying to beat them off the court because if you beat them, what do you do? You feel good. It's not an indictment on anybody. It doesn't have to be some guy up in an office like, okay, you five are going to play together and everything, and that makes it okay. Like, whoever, it doesn't matter who puts the best five on the court. I don't really care. Just do it. And then try and topple that. And then try and topple that and keep going. And that's what's beautiful about sport is the competition. Not who did it, not the storylines, who gets all the glory I mean, and everything. Like, you know, all of that stuff don't matter. All of that stuff is frivolous, and it really just leads to a lot of the unhappiness. That that line of thinking just leads up to so much unhappiness in life, and I can see it. I want everybody else to see it because it, it just makes it so much more enjoyable if you could just enjoy the game for what it is, a good-ass sport. So I hope I, you know, got some good thoughts off. Again, love everybody. Hope y'all good. Stay safe out here. And uh, just try and, try and be better than you were last week. Um, it's been a month of working out for me. Up Update. Month of working out. Consistency. No end in sight. Um, not quitting. And improving the diet. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, again, hope all y'all well. Uh, check back in with me next week. Um, peace out.